and welcome to the latest This is the Music Meets podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by South London solo star Ashley Stacey. Over the course of today's episode, we're going to talk about Ashley's new single, Do You Feel, his band The Morning Sun, live music and lots more. So Ashley, welcome along to the This is the Music Meets podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Great stuff. Absolute pleasure to have you on. And um, yeah, loving the uh, the little background there that you've got going on. Obviously, a yeah. little nod as well to obviously to Ashley, Ashley Stacey in the morning sun. And we're, we're going to come on to that um, in a little in a little while's time, as we said. Um, but obviously, as you know, here at This Is The Music, we like to um, to shine a light on on new bands and and solo artists, you know, like yourself who are sort of like making their way onto the um, on the music scene. So kind of like over the last um, like 12 months or so, have there been any bands or artists at all that have that have really caught your eye? Been, yeah, I've been loving Pastel. Um, yeah. Yeah, funny enough, because we, we bumped into each other, didn't we? Yeah, Pastel Geek. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, nice, li- nice little link there to get that yeah. in early. Um, yeah, loving Pastel. Um, they're, they're, they're brilliant. Um, the Lathams. Yeah, yeah, really like them as well. Yeah, yeah, really good. Nice, nice melodic tunes, and uh, you know, great vocals and great guitars. Um, uh, yeah, Stanley's who we we actually supported the other day. They're yes. great. Yeah, um, they are. yeah, yeah. Uh, it always puts me on the spot. This oh, Affleck's <laughs> Palace as well. Obviously, on the same label as as Pastel, that Spirit of Spike Island label. Yeah, um, yeah, another 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 really good band. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. It's obviously such a great time, isn't it? Um, I think for for guitar music at the moment, and um, obviously as you say, there's sort of three or four bands there that you've picked out. Uh, I think it's fair to say, are right at the um, you know, right at the forefront of, uh, of of what's going on. I think really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, obviously, as you as you just mentioned them um, there, uh, you've uh, recently supported. Um, sort of friends of the podcast, uh, Stanley's, um, he was obviously at the old blue last, wasn't you? In, in, London. yes, so yeah, how, how did the set go for you? Oh, it was brilliant, it was really, really good. So, um, yeah, we, it was just the two bands, so it's just us and Stanley's. Um, obviously, we were on first, and it was just one of those nights where the the, the sound engineers got it spot on, you know, through in, yeah. in the sound check, we you know, we took the time, we had the time. Um, because there was only a couple of bands and we took the time, we got it right so we could hear it really well on stage. And um, thankfully, you know, that, that sort of shone through when we were playing, I think, as well. Um, enough, I posted a video of a song from from that gig, uh, Empty Sky. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, we actually, well, our first band gig was at the Old Blue Last and I'd forgotten that, I'd, and it was about a, about a year ago, just over a year ago. And yeah. I'd forgotten that I posted a video of the same song from from that first gig. Honestly, it's a complete coincidence. I've completely forgotten. Wow. And I've watched the two, and it's it, it's a, it's a, it's it's a lot better. It's a cut above, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, looking at that, it's nice to sort of see. You know, we are improving. I think one one thing is the vocals for me is just they were a lot better. And I, I don't know if I in the first gig because it it was the first gig we did was a sold out gig for this feeling. So yeah. it's still a, a really big gig. Um, and obviously the the pressure was on for the first gig, but you know we embraced that. Um, but I I, th- I don't know if um, I sort of overcompensating um, with the sort of 
not showmanship, but like trying to, you know, presence and giving it, giving it your all. Yeah. Um, that to some degree, the vocals took, took less of a, a forefront. And this time round, because um, I could hear it so well, especially, I think, um, I was really focusing on the vocals. And I think, like I say, I'll compare it just to, um, just to see how we're doing, you know, and just sort of like see where we could pr- improve and stuff like that. But I watched it back and I was like, yeah, those vocals are so much better. So it's nice to think that we've learned something um, through, you know, through performing, basically. Yeah, and I think that's quite... Um... Yeah, we're... Yeah, no, go on, carry on. I was going to say, it went really well. You know, they were, the, the, band, the, the crowd were mostly there for standings. Obviously, we had some fans along, but I'd say the majority were for, for the band. So it was a, it was a full room. And, uh, you know, you always sort of think when you're supporting, if, if people are there for another band, you, you never, well, you, you never know how it go, I guess. But I think, like, even by the end of the first song, we had the, we had the room sort of like, oh, like, taking attention. Like, these guys, like, they seem to, they seem to like it. And the crowd were on side. They were loving it. When we come off stage, I was like, that was wicked. You know, we gained more followers from it. Um, got some wicked feedback from the crowd. And, uh, yeah, stuck around to watch Stanley's. And it was just, it was such a good night. Probably my favourite gig I've played, and we've we've done a few we've done a few decent ones now, some good venues, uh, but that was right up there. That really really enjoyed it. Oh, that's great to hear, and um, especially what you were just saying there as well about the feedback from from people that obviously attended. I mean, me personally, I kind of like feel that that's actually the best way is you know like word of mouth, um, you know, getting yeah. getting getting your name out there, sort of trying to almost do it a little bit organically type of thing rather than you know just sort of someone picking you up off a shelf and just chucking you, you know, like a named, you know, brand type of thing, just pushing you out there. Um, yeah. It, it helps you grow, I think, a little bit more as a as an artist, personally speaking. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. It's, it's really organic, you know. It's a good way to do it at the end of the day because, you know, you're there for the – you're playing music to people, so you want people to like the music. And if they're there and you, you, you sort of you, – you've proved yourself straight away if they've had a good night, do you know what I mean? So then they're yeah. going to go away and check it out and – come to a, another gig so i think um supporting bands like that is is um it's a, it's a really good way of growing the, fu- the the fan base for sure yeah definitely and um and obviously as well just the um i think it was i think it was about august time i think roughly um you obviously supported um dermo um who was yeah. um, obviously the front man obviously for those that are not aware the front man in um northside a, a band who um were at the forefront of the sort of uh, early 90s uh, sort of like baggy um, sort of sound. Um, exactly. So, how did that support slot um, come about? Um, and have and have Dermo um, or or Northside, or Northside really? I guess um, have they kind of like had any 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 influence on you as a as an artist at all? To be completely honest, not I've not had influence from them, but I had I had listened to a few of their tunes before because um, someone uh, yeah someone put put me onto them previously. So uh, I was. Contacted by um, Adored, um, and uh, they basically said, "Look, we're putting on a club night at the Lexington. Are you interested?" And I was like, "Yeah, it sounds sounds great already because I've I've been to that venue. <laughs> it's a good yeah, venue." And um, he said, "It's Dermo, yeah." And he and he and he explained. He was like, "Yeah, Dermo's from Northside." I was like, "Right, yeah." And I, I you know, I was like, "Yeah, I'm aware of them." Um, and uh, it, that was a really good night. It was it wasn't with the band. It was uh, solo acoustic that one. And uh, I do a lot of solo acoustic gigs, but mostly covers gigs, you know, just to sort yeah. of um, in pubs and stuff like that to sort of, uh, you know, well, make a bit of money and to sort of get a bit of practice and stuff like that. Um, but this one was like, no, they adored were like, we, we found your original tunes. We really like them and we want you to come and do originals. 
Um, but yeah, solo would be the perfect sort of warm up way to do it. So do you want to do it? And I was like, oh, that, that actually sounds pretty cool because I've not been, I had done a couple, maybe one uh, sort of local um, solo um, originals gig. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come and do that. So um, that that was really good. I actually like sort of doing, you know, showcasing the tunes in that sort of way. It's a, it's a bit different. Um, you know, I had some, had some, uh, some of the people that know the tunes along, singing along. Um, and it, it, again, it went really well and just, you know, got to meet and hang out with Dermo and the guys at Adored, uh, who, who are wicked. They're really good um, promoters, actually. And um, yes, I stuck around afterwards. I watched Dermo. His set was great. And then it was a club night after that. So I ended up partying to the early hours. <laughs> I woke up with a bit of a sore head the next day. <laughs> Brilliant. That's the best way. <laughs> the best yeah, yeah. way. Hey, living it, living rock and roll lifestyle to the full there by the sounds of it. <laughs> You've got it sometimes, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and just sort of again, sorry, sticking with um with the like the live music theme. And obviously you, you've played like the Water Rats before. So you just mentioned the Lexington as well. That are and, and obviously Old Blue Last, obviously really, um, you know, sort of iconic, you know, like grassroots um, uh, venues ac- across London. But you've obviously also as well played um, the 100 Club um, in London, which is is probably the most iconic venue, I guess, in, in London for, you know, in, in terms of the size and, and, and the capacity of it and stuff. So I'm guessing that that probably was like a real... Um, kind of like a bucket list, uh, bucket list moment for you. Big time, yeah. It's um, obviously we were supporting Wilfie Williams, um, who is uh, the online busker is sort of what he uh, is it online busker the the, uh, the viral busker because he he, he doesn't play online. He, he busks um, in the tube stations in uh, in London, but he, he he did a video. I think it was just after lockdown, um, and obviously everyone was up for it. And he was there playing. Uh, I think it was Twist and Shout that went um, that went viral. Uh, you know, went yeah, went viral. And then um, yeah. he was on the news and everything. It was massive. So um, he's got a big following from from that. And um, I'd I'd actually met him once upon a time in in Bexley Heath and uh, bumped into him. And I knew who he was. Uh, and I really liked his music then. And I, I introduced myself. This is going back years ago. But I barely played guitar at the time. Right. And I just said, Oh, Wilfie, by the way, I know who you are, and I'm a bit of a fan. And I had a had a pint with him. And then um, years later, he started when when he realised that I was making music. He took a bit of an interest in that because we because he knew who I was as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then when it when it comes to play, he said he was playing the hundred club, and I and uh, he was looking for support. And I I said I put us forward, and I was like, mate, I'd love to, you know, if you think we're up to it and that. And uh, yeah, he came. He came. He actually he goes, let me come and see you. Um, at, you know, one of your solo gigs. So he came along, had a chat with him, and he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, I want you to do it, and. Uh, we, we we played that with the band. Um, we, again, we had a decent crowd along, and uh, another 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 one where the sound was was really good. And um, it's uh, yeah, it was, it was wicked. Another another really really good night. Um, yeah, it was and exactly like you say, bucket list thing. Like I couldn't believe we were we were doing it, and we we're on that stage. And um, yeah, it just went really well. You know, like the crowd were loving it, we were loving it, and. Uh, and again, another one that went to the early hours and there was a big headache in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, <it's>, uh... <laughs> There's a bit of a theme hopefully going not, on here, Ashley. <laughs> hopefully not too much of a recurring theme. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> no, it's a really good night and it was a, it was an honour to play there, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, and, and, and obviously we were just saying there about sort of like the, you know, it's great to hear as well that there are, 
you know, artists prepared to support other artists as well. Do you know, like what you were just saying there, the little story and that. I think that's that's personally, I think that's great to hear. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's what it's about at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone needs to get out there and get their music out there. And sometimes one musician will have an opportunity to help out another. And, you know, it's reciprocated and that. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, there's space, you know, there's a lot of good music out there, of course. But, yeah, I think I think bands should all be supporting each other because, you know, you see a lot of people that are sort of, uh, I won't name any names, but like slagging off other bands and, you know, <laughs> there's all this stuff going on like that. And I just think, what is the point? Do you know what I mean? We're here to enjoy the music. And I, and also, worse than that, I sometimes think that people are actually doing it. They want to get attention and to get bigger. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's less, they're not even doing it naturally. That's a, that's a pretense, like in my opinion. And I just think it's, it's not the right way of doing it. I don't think in the long run it does anyone any favours because it's the music that needs to do the talking. And in some in some cases, some of the tunes might not be too bad and you start doing that and people think, well, you know, you, you, it puts people, it can put people off. You know, this, it's not the 90s anymore. You know, mm-hmm. Noel and Liam did it really well. Um, I think it was quite tongue-in-cheek as well. Like, um, yeah, it's just... <laughs> The, the times have changed, you know, it's, it's not like that anymore. I, I, I think bands should be looking out for each other, really. Yeah, definitely. I I, I agree wholeheartedly there with, with, with what you've said. Um, and we sort of kind of touched a little bit there on, on the band thing. So obviously I know when um, I first came across you, I think it was um, uh, Palace, uh, Palace Pier, I think it was. Um, obviously yeah. you were predominantly a solo artist. Um, but yeah. we're obviously we're we're sort of I think we're about three four weeks away now from the anniversary of your single The Morning Sun, which was yes. obviously the first single that you released with your band, which is called obviously yeah. The Morning Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of a title. <laughs> so, so kind of like then why why did you decide to go from from being just a solo artist so I don't mean it just solo artist but being a solo artist and then being you know effectively like being in a band type of thing okay so so when I when I was making um solo music and putting tunes out there uh I, to be honest I, I would have loved to have had a band at the time but it's just something that hadn't hadn't sort of happened naturally yet um so the the the, the tunes that I was making were not not so much done in the studio, but works works with producers, and uh, we'd always layer them up. And, you know, make sure they had electric guitars, had bass, had keys. Some of them would have synthetic strings and stuff like that. Um, and um, but yeah, so so the the tunes were kind of made with with one day playing with a band in mind, really. So right. like I said, I play when I when I play covers gigs, I would sort of do acoustic versions of them, uh, slip them into the covers gigs or the odd, like I say, originals gig that I did. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, in a way it was kind of like, I'd, I'd, I'd hoped one day to be able to play them with a band. Um, yeah. I, I didn't necessarily know if it would happen or not. Um, but then what, what did happen is that I'll, cause I'll, I would make the records and I'd, I'd put them out there and send them out to the, the promoters. Um, and uh, like I say, the first gig that we did was for this feeling. So they came back to me and said, uh, they basically they they were digging the tunes and they gave us an opportunity to play the old blue last mm-hmm. and um, so I, I don't necessarily know they realised at the time that I didn't have a band uh, and you know that they they just sort of booked it on the on the basis that um, they like the tunes yeah. <laughs> so I was like right well I'll, if they like the tunes I've got to, I've got to um, make sure they sound up to the record 
so that there was a bit of pressure there because uh, I think it was three months notice or something like that for this gig um, for it for us to be for them to start talking about it to then actually it happening because obviously at first it was just a you know could you potentially do it blah 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 and then it was like right we're going to book you for it um, so in that time behind the scenes I was like right I've got to get a band together um, I'd had um, I had a bass player um, sort of lined up uh, who suggested a drummer. Um, we got an electric guitarist on board and um, yeah, it went like that. We got into a rehearsal room and fortunately um, it sounded it sounded pretty good. Um, it, sound, it sounded good enough, in my opinion, pretty quickly because uh, yeah. they were all proficient musicians. Um, so, uh, yeah, it sounded good. And then, then it was just a matter of sort of really nailing it down, getting a bit tighter, you know, getting the sounds right. Um, and yeah, and, and uh, we've you know we've been going ever since. There's been a few sort of member changes for, for various reasons, um, but where we are now, uh, this, the drummer's been with us all along. Um, but the bass player we've got now is brilliant. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it to the um, the Stanley's gig, so we had we had a stand-in um, who, who who we know very well. She's great, and she actually played on some of the um, songs on the. Or she played on um, uh, "Do You Feel" um, in the in the in the studio. Yeah. So she knows the tunes as well, and. Um, yeah, she's brilliant. But yeah, the the, the members we have are, are really committed and um, full full time. And uh, yeah, we just want to sort of keep building on it now. You know, now we've done some good gigs and we've got some good records in the bag. It's like let's let's get out there and, and do it. Yeah, and 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 it sounds like then that it it sort of um, added to you as, as as a live artist as well as as obviously and obviously on record as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, because I've you know playing with a band you, you learn a lot you know because when, when you're sort of solo for you and you're playing acoustic but when you're with a band it's like you know you learn out you, you, you've got to sort of let the rhythm fit in the rhythm guitar and stuff fit in with the rest of the band same with the vocals you've got to know where there's space um you've just got to think about yeah there's a lot more to think about and then um, yeah and again playing um recording is very different with with with, with the band in mind because you know you've got all the members there and um you know, you want to get them on the record, and it's uh, it's just a completely different process. But yeah, that's um that's definitely the you know the sort of the the progression that we've made and the way that we'll carry on going. Oh, great to hear! And and obviously, um, you, you just mentioned it there in 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 that little bit there we we're just chatting about. Obviously, your new single, um, do you feel um it's full of full of groove if if, if you've not heard of it, and it's also got them a gorgeous. Uh, jazz influence key solo as well in there in, in about halfway through the song so yeah. yeah basically what what can you tell us about it yeah so uh, it was recorded at tile yard studios um in london and uh yeah live drums went went on first so we, we there are drums um live drums on some of the other records some of them have synthetic drums but this one we went in and it we it was done it was done properly. The drum kit was set up. We went, we went into the studio and, and they were actually, we ended up recording the drum, all the drums that day for a few tracks. So obviously you guys have only heard one so far, but there's, yeah. there's more, more to come. Oh, uh, Cause we got the drums out. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> got the drums out. We got the, um, got the bass down. Like I say, Alicia played the bass and um, it was just a, yeah, a really, a really different process because we, we wanted everything that went on this, these records to be, to be real because you know some of some of the um previous ones would have guitar amps that have been played through <clears throat> things like logic or um some of them have got synthetic strings on them um and, and things like that and we said look what whatever goes on this this one let's make it real so it's got a, a proper authentic yeah, live cool. feel uh recorded in a really really good studio um you touched on and 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 
yeah, you touched on the uh, the key. So that's um, my my friend Tom Monks, who's an amazing musician, and he's actually produced some of my previous tunes as well. And uh, he played the keys on it. So um, he he he's not played with us um, as when we've done a live band. So when we do the sort of live band, it's really sort of raw, electric, um, yeah. rock and roll. And it's not to say at some point we might try and incorporate that, but you know, you add sort of a, another pl- another person, and it's more logistics if you got to get a keyboard <laughs> along and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it, when 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 we were listening to this record, it was like you know you, you know when you can you can hear what what it needs, and it was like that yeah that's what it needs. It needs it needs some sort of really you know like you say jazzy bluesy sort of grooving keys to sort of drive it along. And uh, yeah, he he was the main man. Um, we've got the uh, James, our lead guitarist. He he laid down that really filthy, dirty guitar solo to the end. It's, it's towards the end. It's really sort of um, sle- I think it sounds really sleazy. I love it. It's really sort of broken up and bluesy, yeah. and uh, it's perfect. It's perfect for the track. I think. Um, yeah, so I'm really really happy about it come out. I think it's I think it's got energy, and I think it's. Um, uh, you know, everyone sort of gives you sort of their take on it, and and that's all good. But in my eyes, I was like, I think that's this is this is rock and roll. I think you know, and it sounds good, and it's um, it's been going down really well live actually, and it's been it's only been out since Friday, uh, so what are we four days in, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been really well received, and uh, you kindly made it track of the day as well, didn't you? <laughs> I did it. Yeah. I was, was going to say um, the. Uh, I stole about... it for you there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stole your budget to your thunder there. <laughs> read my mind. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, not at all. No, <laughs> I was. I was going to say um, actually about the reaction because it has. It has been really, really good from what I've from what I've seen across your socials and and obviously as we, as we mentioned earlier, I think um, you know that word of mouth um sort of scenario is i think it's great to see and um you know long long may it continue personally definitely definitely and um also as well just as we mentioned there the socials um of when i was going through um sort of doing a little bit of research for this i i couldn't help but notice uh that you did a fantastic cover of the iconic football song uh Vindaloo. Uh, obviously <laughs> the World Cup being on. Uh it was quite yeah, yeah, yeah. quite quite poignant really. So yeah. would you would you ever consider releasing like releasing that to cover? Um uh, obviously I know you did the importance of being idol on on your EP from last yeah. year. Um or yeah. would you maybe consider, you know, in you know maybe for the next tournament, uh, maybe doing like an, an original um uh football song. Well, that's that's an interesting point. Doing an original one because um, you know you you have these sort of theme songs. Like I, I did put out a Christmas single a couple of years ago, and I, I'd never intended to to do that. But what happened is one day I sat, funny enough, at, at the keys because I don't I don't play much keys really. But I'd got a new keyboard, and I was like, oh, I sat there, and this Christmas song started coming. Oh, so some chords and a little riff came out, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's you know that lends itself to a Christmas song. So I wrote one. Um, so yeah, I would not be against do trying to do uh, but I've got to be honest I'm not the I'm not the biggest uh, football follower when it comes to the tournaments and competitions I, I always get involved um, but I support Man United for my sins and I'm, I'm a, obviously a southerner so uh, I've, I've, I've been to Old Trafford once for, for football <laughs> once for something else as well but it's uh, I can't claim to be the biggest football fan so I'd maybe maybe I'd be a bit of a fool but you know, like I say, if it was sort of you know England or tournament related, and uh, and it you know just it, 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 a song came out, then I wouldn't be against it. 
Would would I do a cover of it? Uh, no, probably not. And I, I'll tell you the reason. I got booked to play um, in a pub. Uh, I'll give it a shout out. Uh, the Summerfield in Lee in London. And uh, it's uh, they are they wanted me to play after the England match, right after the match. So he goes, have you got England tunes? And I was like, I've, you know, I've played Free Lions um, at gigs before, covers gigs. And he was like, oh, Wicked, yeah, Vindaloo. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I've never done that. And I was like, I'll give it, I'll give it a crack. And I started, I started doing it. And I was like, oh my god! I was honestly, when I started doing it, I was like, this song is ridiculous. I was like, I don't know how I can bring myself to do it. But I was like, I was enjoying it so much because it's so ridiculous. I ended up keep going with it. I finished it, and I was like, actually, sounds all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why I was like, I sent it to him. He went, that's wicked, mate. And then I was like, right, I'm going to share it. So I shared it. And then, funny enough, um, when was England? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um I think it in the pub and I like, to my story. I don't know if you saw it, but this pub was packed and everyone in the pub, like all these geezers, are like singing along. They've all got their phones out. They're all chanting. And honestly, it was just like I was so glad that I I did persevere with it because it was such a it was such a good moment after we just won six two, and everyone in the pub is singing along. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> great stuff. And uh, at least at least as well, you were honest about um. The Man United, the Man United scenario as well, because because a lot of people wouldn't um, wouldn't admit that they've only been up there a couple that. of times and that. So, <laughs> no, do you know what? As a kid, I I, I love football in the in the nineties. I was never, and, and this is another thing. I was never great at football. I wasn't a bad basketballer randomly. I was quite good at that. So I sort of was more into that back in the day. Um, I, but yeah, like football, I wasn't great at. So. That I didn't end up didn't get in, getting into it that much, but I loved it in the nineties. You know when when United had Cantona and Gigs and Skulls yeah. and, and and Neville and you know it was a real a real good time. And yeah, probably you could call me a glory hunter. Although my my dad does support United, so that's probably I call him a glory hunter. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, back back then the football was 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 magic, but it does it just doesn't add that same magic feeling for me anymore. And you know I don't I don't I'm not going to force it, but. Um, Tournaments do have the magic, you know. I've I've watched quite a few of the games so far, and probably will watch as many as I can. Um, but yeah, you know, each their own in that. Yeah, definitely. Well, and 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 as you say there, with the um, especially obviously with England in the last couple of tournaments, I think that um, that magic of the tournament has just sort of um, you know, hit home a little bit more. I think it's probably um, yeah fair to say. Um, and you have, you, have just, you have just mentioned it. Um, we're going to talk. We're talking about cover songs. You obviously, you obviously wrote yep. a Christmas song um, a couple of years ago. Um, would you have you got a favourite Christmas song? And would you ever consider maybe re- considering releasing that as a, um, as a as a as a tune in the future? Do you know what I, I think? Because I, I I don't I did um, obviously as you as you mentioned the importance of being idle. And funny enough, uh, it's had like less streams than all of my originals. So the reason I did it was because I thought, well, I've because I've, I've done an album, 10 original tracks on the album. And I, I was recording an EP, uh, which was, had four original tracks. So I was like, and I, I know other artists that have done a lot less output than that and have included more covers. So I was like, am I missing a trick here? So I was like, right, let's do The Importance of Being Idol. It'll be a, be, uh, a bit of fun. Uh, I do love that tune. I do mm. play it quite a lot acoustically. Um Let's 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 do it because you know it might be a good shout and like I said, I you never know how these things will go. But I, I was quite interested to see that it had um, less interaction, less streams than the originals. So for me, it's kind of like, well, then I'm not going to waste sort of time, money into doing too many covers. Obviously, when we play uh, band gigs, we'll we'll throw a cover in. Yeah, I think 
you're rehearsing it with the band it gives you the freedom to sort of you know do a new one and throw it in words when you're producing and putting one out that takes the effort and then people expect you to then cover that um and again we, we, we covered that at gigs before and uh it got the same sort of reaction as the original so then you think well you know if that's going to happen you might as well just be doing originals you know yeah so sure, um sure. yeah I, I i don't think i would consider what you said there but what's my favorite um christmas song um I, I love it's it's a bit of an obvious one it's a love or hate one but um fairy tale in new york it's just uh it's just wicked you know i, yeah. I just love it I, I love um i love his like really sort of um the way that he does the vocal on that they're, yeah. they're, well, they're both their vocals are both brilliant but he's, he's just you know he just sounds like he sounds like he's drunk and he's like slurring yeah. it out and it's just got it's got so much charm that song so um yeah i, I choose that i think is definitely what he yeah, absolutely. He, he, to be fair, he probably was drunk when he was doing that. <laughs> like, <he> was doing <laughs> yeah. If you are listening, yeah, exactly, please don't yeah. sue me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> and, um, you got a nice, you got a nice man, man cave there. Yeah, that's, that's about all I've that. got. Yeah, I've got nothing else to give. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, if you had a, uh, if you had a musical time machine. Um, what era of music would you like to be transported back to? Oh, that is a that is a tough one. Um, see, my 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 favourite era of the Beatles. Although I've just realised I'm wearing a sort of early <laughs> Beatles top. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this we, this is very contradictory because I, I like the I like the later stuff more personally when they got experimental mm. with it. Um, but then a lot of that they didn't play live. So I'd be going back to to an era where I loved the music, but, you know, couldn't necessarily see them playing it because um, obviously they stopped touring when it all got a bit mad, didn't they? So they're releasing some of the, the, the albums that I prefer, I think, are the best then. Uh, yeah, I love I love the kinks as well. So I, I do like the 60s, but I think it would have to be probably um, sort of, early to mid 90s um to to see you know oasis in their prime um you know like well when i say in their prime my favorite period of of liam's vocal was really early like say like 94 you know when i would when they when they did glastonbury the first time round. yeah i love that king tuts to go and see to go and see them at king tuts i love the rawness and the the youthfulness in liam's voice i know i know he, he probably did get better but for me i preferred it right at the beginning um, so yeah, I'd probably go back to then and they could catch uh, the Lars, see, see Lee Mathers at that sort of time. And, um, you know, they, they were amazing. I did see them once in 2005 and they were wicked then. But again, his voice was, was um, a lot more mature, let's say. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'd go, um, yeah, early, early to mid, I'm very diplomatic, but early to <laughs> mid 90s. Uh, and there's loads of bands about then. Do you know what I mean? You could have, you could have caught sort of, Blur, Radiohead, um, you know, just the loads really, and catching them at them sort of bands at their early gigs, yeah, that that would be the time for me. Oh, excellent! A very, very exciting time, um, and you've kind of like just yeah. touched on it there. Obviously, the Beatles, the Kinks, obviously, it sounds like Oasis as well. Are there are there any other bands or or artists <clears throat> maybe of like the musical inspirations for yourself? Yeah, definitely. So two two massive ones that I've not mentioned. Um, Arctic Monkeys and uh, Alex Turner in general, I think, as a as a lyricist, because um, you know I love all the Arctic Monkey stuff, but uh, he's um, I, he you know obviously Last Shadow Puppets are great. He, he put out that Submarine EP, which is just superb. 
And uh, <clears throat> when you when you look at Colour of the Trap, Miles Kane's first album, mm-hmm. um, looking to the credits of that, I think he wrote quite a large majority of yeah. that. Um, yeah. Maybe more than as people have, like maybe more than you know anyone knows. I, I, I <laughs> you have a sort of sneaking suspicion because he actually did a cover of Colour of the Trap once on mm-hmm. on on a like quiet radio and. It, that that sort of it definitely sort of has his style in it. So I've, and that that tune's probably Miles Kane's best tune in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Alex Turner, he, he's absolutely amazing. And uh, Pete Doherty and the Libertines, mm-hmm. um, another massive one. Um, I, I, again, I, I say I, I'd say just Pete Doherty because I I've seen him so many times solo, and this is going back a long time as well. I got into him sort of ages ago. Um, and, uh, you know, Baby Shambles' first album, I absolutely love. But both of those guys, I think that they're, they're, they're poets as much as they are musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're, they're, both of their styles of writing have had, um, yeah, probably a, a big influence on me because I um, I'm, I, I sort of think ly- lyrics often come first for me. If, if, if something doesn't sort of catch my interest lyrically, um, sometimes it can't sort of keep me pulled in. Like there's a lot of bands that I like their sound, but there's not enough substance in the lyrics to, to yeah. get me, you know, really into it. So I, it needs to have both, you know. Um, but yeah, I'd say out of influences, those those two are, are up there as the biggest. And like you say, we, we said about Oasis, I'm a, I'm a massive Noel fan. I think he's um, one of the greatest, if not the greatest songwriter of all time. Um, so yeah, they, you know, they've been a big influence too. But I think you have to be careful with Oasis because they've got such a style and almost formula. If you go, you know, you've got to be careful not to not to be ripping it off, really. Yeah. Um, but but no doubt it it subconsciously, you know, it all goes in there. So sometimes these little bits and pieces come out, I guess. Yeah, sure, definitely, and <clears throat> kind of like what um. I mean, obviously, some some great uh, some great choices in there, and I think you've pretty much covered uh, my own personal record collection as well. So uh, <laughs> it's good to nice. hear, you know, yeah. people with you know with similar interests and stuff. Really, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but kind of like I'm looking at your pictures there as well, like is there... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> That's all I did. I just look. What's he got? What's he got? I just say all of those, and then <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Love it. <laughs> so um, so what? then has the um the rest of the year got in for Ashley Stacey then are they are there going to be any more gigs in the pipeline um maybe more new music or are we looking now towards uh 2023 a bit of both really I think um there was talks of us putting on our own um sort of big homecoming gig in December and getting a few bands onto that but um whether we do that or not now I don't know because actually we've, we've all got a lot on um, I'm doing a lot of the the solo gigs and, you know, just just a lot on with sort of personal life and stuff like that. Um, obviously, we just had the great Stanley's gig. That's brilliant. I think if anything um, sort of good comes in, we, we we might take it. But I don't think we'll we'll, we'll put on the one we're thinking. We, we might do, but I, I just I'm not going to commit to that. Um, but yeah, in terms of new new music, I mentioned earlier uh, the single um we're going to put the next single well uh, we've recorded a few um and it's because it's you know we've got an ep coming soon and uh we'll put out the next single of of, yeah (laughs) that's you know i'm 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 so proud of this this ep and i can't wait to put out the next single uh the next single is probably the the tune i'm sort of uh is, is my favorite of all the ones we've recorded i'm definitely really happy and proud of that one so can't wait to put that out um i've not sort of announced it anywhere yet but i, I would expect it would probably be uh towards the end of january that we'll, we'll put that out 
Uh, again, some kind of release gig for that, whether we, you know, whether we do it um, for, for a promoter or because, um, you, you know, we're in touch with certain promoters that, that offer gigs and stuff like that. So whether we tie it in with one of those opportunities, yeah, that would be cool. great. Or, or again, might put on our own one. And uh, when the EP comes out later in the year, we'll do a big launch party for that because, you know, we'll, we'll hold at least a couple of tracks back for that. Right. And, um, yeah. So just yeah, a lot, a lot, just with these new tunes that we've taken our time to record, um, we're just going to sort of, you know, get the most out of these and, um, you know, enjoy ourselves putting these out and, you know, playing the new tunes, basically. Wow. Well, it certainly, um, it certainly sounds like a very exciting time um for you and and, and obviously it sounds like a little 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 exclusive there as well with the, yeah. with the uh with a single announcement well not quite announced but we'll, we'll take that yeah. um, <laughs> towards the end of january i'm gonna hold you to that date now um, <laughs> um and you know as as uh as, we, as i've said throughout the podcast you know obviously like getting that word of mouth um, you know, type scenario out there. I think that's obviously working really, really well for you, and it's something that I, I personally wholeheartedly um love love to see that type of thing. Um, unfortunately, Ashley, that is the end of the podcast. Um, thank you very much for coming on the This Is the Music Meets podcast. It's been um, it's been a real joy. Um, getting getting to chat to you and not having to actually shout um shout at you like what we were at the uh at the this yeah, feeding yeah. pastel gig earlier on uh this in year. Front of, in front of in front of the bar staff. They're like, what yeah, that's about? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um but just mate, thank you very much. Not a problem at all. But just before you do go, um can you let the listeners know uh, what social media platforms you are on um so that they can go and check you out? Instagram, Ashley Stacy, that's one of the main ones. Uh, Facebook as well. Um, I think if you search Ashley Stacy Music to avoid, you know, getting a personal profile, but yeah, I'm on there quite a lot. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I think that's Ash Stacy Music. Um, I have a TikTok and I put some videos on there, although I, I don't um, get, you know, I don't know how to do that. You know, all these <laughs> mad things that people do. I don't bother with all that. I just stick a video up there and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you've got to haven't you, you kind of got to be there but yeah, yeah i'm not one for getting too involved with that sort of stuff but um yeah those are the main ones you know you can find find me on all those and obviously spotify get on the tunes on spotify and, and uh stream stream the uh the f out of those i don't know whether i was allowed to swear or not so i, I censored myself <laughs> very impressive we don't mind <laughs> That's great stuff, and we're going to include those um, those links to Ashley's socials um, in our um, in the episode bio, uh, just to make it a little bit easier for everyone to uh, to find him. Um, and obviously, as we've said and, and, and discussed, Ashley's new song um, "Do You Feel" is out now across all streaming uh, platforms. And uh, as Ashley has just said, scream uh, stream the f out of it because um, it is a fantastic uh, fantastic single. Um, all that is left for me to say. Uh, is thank you to everyone for tuning in to the latest This Is The Music Meets podcast. We will see you all again very, very soon.